skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who has an exciting and very challenging self-awakening. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. No, we're not. We're not professionals. We're not trained in this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience. That is love. And here's another reason why you 
shouldn't trust us. I'm about to use an AI robot to figure out what what relationship advice is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so, so we're excited. turning into a robot. <clears throat> These robots are yeah, going to take so, our jobs as podcasters. So this is just a, a dipping a toe into that reality. Yeah, haha, funny, but also very real. Um, <laughs> Horrified. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, for this morning's check-in topic, because it is a Monday, we are going to play around with the chat GPT AI, like, prompting robot. Because, actually, a dozen <laughs> people have sent me this idea uh -huh. um, because of how hysterical it is to ask a robot to be, like, an empathetic, affirming podcast host <laughs> uh -huh, but absolutely. also like how eerily spot on it is because it's probably going to be like boundaries are your best friend da, 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 da. absolutely um yep. the best so, relationship you have uh, is the one with yourself yeah we literally just said that i'm like an <laughs> ad <laughs> okay so um <laughs> that ad uh, turns out written by a robot <laughs> just kidding it was not it was written by a human that we paid <laughs> yes 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 um okay so uh you know, all caveats, you know, included on this check-in topic that like AI is terrifying, particularly for creative people. Yep. And let's take advantage of it. Um, okay. So what are we going to prompt it? We're going to say, okay, um, uh, speak like a, well, how are we going to describe it? Empathetic relationship advice podcast host answering a question about what, Sam? about a woman who is catfishing her husband on Grinder. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. And, and if you were watching me on the YouTube video, friends, subscribe you know, she on was, YouTube. She watch. was shaking her head. She did not want me to say it. But I... That's because that is whenever anyone like that I talk to you about the podcast is like, what is the most memorable letter that you have? Yes, the one that comes to mind immediately is the one about the woman who found out that her husband was on Grinder and I then know. created a profile and was like chatting with him on there. Yeah, that was intense. Okay, here's the question. Speak like an empathetic relationship advice podcast host, relationship advice podcast host, answering a listener's question about a woman catfishing her own husband on Griner. <laughs> Anything else I need to add to that? <laughs> uh, end the podcast with an affirmation. Yeah. Affirming. Please, uh, no. Okay. Give affirming advice. There we go. Affirming advice. As an empathetic relationship advice podcast host, answering a listener's question about a woman catfishing from a woman. There we go. Sorry, working mm -hmm. it out on air. Mm -hmm. From a woman catfishing her own husband on Grinder. Here we go. Here we go. Chat GPT. <laughs> it's, it's thinking, it's processing. It's like, it's like wait a wow, minute. humans are crazy. Oh my God. I can't. Uh, oh my God. Here it goes. Here. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, it first. Hosts, hello, wonderful listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Empathetic Connections, your spa safe space for relationship advice, empathy, and understanding. I'm your host, parentheses, host name. <laughs> and today we have a heartfelt question from one of our listeners. Remember, we value honesty, empathy, and respect here. So let's dive right in. This bitch took my... <laughs> oh my God. GPT is coming okay, for our jobs. Okay. That's for sure. 
Okay, okay. Listener question read by the host. Dear your name, I'm a woman. <laughs> and I've been catfishing my own husband on Grinder. I know it sounds terrible, <laughs> but I couldn't help feeling insecure about a relationship. He's always on the app and it makes me question his loyalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense, babe. <laughs> And I, I just wanted to see if he'd fall for someone else. How can I address my feelings and fix this mess I've created? Host, first and foremost, thank you for reaching out to us with your heartfelt question. Do you think that Jet GPT we... knows what Grinder is? Uh, let's ask it. Do you know? <laughs> it has to. Do you know what Grinder is? Um. I don't have any personal experience um, and their training data leads up to September, 2021. But as of my last update, Grindr is a social networking and a dating app designed for gay, lesbian, trans, and queer individuals. Blah, hmm. blah, blah. And then it explains it. So yes, it does. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I don't think it's really like a social media app, but that's fine. <laughs> it's, like a, it's a hookup um, app. <sighs> Uh, so blah, blah, blah. It's essential approach to the situation with empathy and understanding. You're not alone in feeling insecure or anxious about your relationship. Many of us have experienced these emotions from time to time. Okay, robot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> However, here's where it cuts deep. It's essential to recognize that catfishing your partner is not a healthy or sustainable way to address these feelings. In fact, it can further damage trust and create an even more significant challenge in your relationship. The key is here is open and honest communication. And then it seeks, it lists eight steps for open eight and honest communication. Steps. Yeah. Pull I'm not going to read them all how. because it's like... Yeah, it definitely is because it's like, one, choose the right time and place. Find a calm and private moment to talk to your husband, um, you know, about his grinder activity, <laughs> your uh -huh. catfished profile. Yep. Um, anyway, and then it ends by saying, ooh, there's an outro. Ends by saying... Um, remember relationships are built on trust, respect, understanding. Yeah. We're he we're sending you all the positive vibes on this journey of healing and growth. Okay. Back <laughs> off. <laughs> um, oh, it asked for, for listeners to share advice or experiences in the comments. Oh, Let's sure. Support yeah. each mm -hmm. other, you know, nurturing our healthy relationships. And then the podcast outro music is in parentheses and it says, host, thank you for tuning into Empathetic Connections. Remember, you can always send us your questions or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Until next time, take care, be kind to yourself and others, and keep spreading empathy in all your relationships. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Any other questions you want to ask? I wanted to know, I got 2000. Yeah. No, I feel like it just like uh, talk. It speaks like to you the fact a that like host of just breakup podcast. <laughs> oh wow, specifically. Um, yeah, I want to hear. I want to be dragged to hell. No, but like the fact that the Chat GPT doesn't understand what Grinder is and like what Grinder is used for, <laughs> I think like speaks to the fact that it's like there's like inherent bias built into AI because like it doesn't know anything about queer people or queer culture, right? Like mm. it, it's just like, yeah, this is a social media website for LGBTQ people. And it's like, no, it's definitely not. It's like a, a hookup right. site for gay men. <laughs> like it's not, 
it's not an inclusive, like wonderful LGBTQ space. It's like a, it's a mm. literally for fi- gay men to find other gay men to have sex with. Mm-hmm. So, um, I asked it to talk like us. That was like a great and intelligent question. And I'm like over <laughs> here, like make a fart noise, you know, <laughs> or, or commentary. I mean, um, but I asked it to talk like a host of our podcast and it said the intro would be, Hey there, lovely listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Just Break Up, the podcast where we explore the highs, lows, and everything in between of relationships and breakups. Um, remember, breaking up doesn't mean we're broken. It's just a journey of growth and self-discovery. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. One more question. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Chat, chat GPT, how would you break up with somebody? crush get over heartbreak what do, what do we want to know what do the people want to know what's another sl- letter that we can think of or how do i know if i'm bisexual <laughs> oh my god perfect <laughs> the number one letter we get <laughs> do i know if i am bisexual robot how do i know if i'm bisexual comma robot question mark here we go perfect it's thinking it's thinking it's processing all its queer data <laughs> Discovering yeah, and understanding your sexual orientation, such as being bisexual, is a personal and sometimes complex journey. There's another list here. Um, man, eight's like their magic number. Uh, it says self-reflection, research and education. Give yourself time. Don't feel rushed to figure things out. Talk to sure. supportive people. Seek community. Explore relationships if you feel ready and comfortable you know, start exploring those things and be open-minded and consult a professional. Oh. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it ends with an exclamation point. Sexual orientation is about who you are attracted to emotionally and or physically. It's normal to have questions and uncertainties along the way. Embrace your journey with self-compassion. And remember that understanding your sexual orientation is a process that unfolds over time. It's, the oops. The most important thing is to be true to yourself and honor your feelings and attractions. You are valid, comma, just as you are, exclamation point, robot out. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. That was fine. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was it. me and Sam's fun little <laughs> jaunt into the robot world in which I will never return. <clears throat> At least not willingly. When all of that um, ChatGPT stuff came out, it was like, the New York Times had all these articles about like, can you tell chat GPT from an eight-year-old? And I, and every time I was like, yes, I know what an eight-year-old sounds like. And I know what a robot sounds like. They're very different things. Was it like a quiz? Was it like a BuzzFeed quiz? Yeah. It literally was like, was they would like present you with language and be like, was this written by an, an eight-year-old or was it written by chat GPT? And it was like, Funny. I don't know the. I probably have like a bias about this, but like so much of the stuff that like comes out of chat GPT, BT, I'm like, a robot wrote this. <laughs> like an actual human yeah, did not no, write it's this. Very <laughs> it's very obvious. It's very obvious. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. I've been a robot this whole time. So wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> what if we were just like really yeah. advanced AI and we didn't actually exist in real life? How do we know we aren't? You're like, because I'm a human. Who's <laughs> yeah, but we might be in a, in a simulation. So yeah. Um, okay, anyway, we are totally sober right now, and we're going to get into today's letter. <laughs> All right, let's do it. 
This letter comes from Rachel Long, whose pronouns are she, her, who's writing from New Zealand. Hey guys, I love your podcast. I couldn't see if you've had a similar story to mine aired on your pod, but basically I'm 30, a 30 year old woman, she, her in a hetero passing marriage to my husband, he, him for the past four years, but we've been together for 11 years. I've always thought of myself as bi since I've been attracted to girls since I was 12, but never held much weight to these thoughts. I guess some internalized biphobia played a part and being in a very straight popular friend group, I never let myself explore these feelings. I loved validation from boys and slept with and dated many before meeting my now husband at 19. He is textbook, so kind, loving, smart, loyal, considerate, the list goes on. Basically, everyone loves him, including my family right from the start. I came out to him as bi at 24 when I had a huge crush on a girl I played footy with who was in a relationship anyway. And all he really said was, well, we could maybe have a threesome. Not what I wanted. At the time, we had already bought a house, and because he was so perfect all and all my friends were in long-term relationships, I just felt it'd be crazy to let him go to explore my sexuality. So I stuffed all these thoughts back down. We got married, which felt like the right thing to do, and I wanted to do that at the time. But looking back, I don't think I really thought about the meaning of marriage and just went with it as a tick box of life, and all my friends were getting married. I was also hell-bent on having a kid by 28 or 29. Anyway, we moved cities for his work, and I made some new friends and joined a footy team. You can probably guess what happened next. I met a girl, and all the feelings I shoved down came right back up. Not proud of this, but I ended up making out with her a few times and then told my husband. He was rightfully upset, but then I guess his, with his hands tied, gave me permission to sleep with her, as I said I felt I needed to. To be honest, I was desperate to. Once I slept with her, it's like my brain exploded. I just knew I was gay. I couldn't stop seeing her, which he knew, and my marriage ruptured. After a few weeks, I had overwhelming guilt and broke things off with her, which was so hard, but I needed to gain some clarity on the situation as I was in such a love bubble. We've had therapy individually and as a couple since. I've unpacked a lot. He still wants us to work out, even though I think I'm gay or possibly by leaning heavily toward women. We've never had a good sex life as I was never that into it. And I think I realize why now, but I can't help but feel like because he's so great that we could just crack on with our marriage and have kids. I just feel crazy for leaving someone so great because I think I'm gay. Also the judgment surrounding that and guilt slash shame is all consuming, but women are always on my mind now. And the thought of dating a woman and feeling truly fulfilled but maybe I'm just self-sabotaging my life or maybe I'm bored and just wanted something new or exciting. It's so complicated. Should I leave him to find myself and live more authentically or am I just having a 30-year-old crisis? All right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this very tender letter. Um, I just want to give you a big hug and remind you that... Um, there's a lot going on here, you know, to be with someone for 11 years, to be suppressing parts of yourself that you now get to explore. You know, it's there's there's so much more weighing in this situation than just like, do I get what I want or not? Do I stay with this person or not? You know, it's this is this is there's a lot. So be easy on yourself. Be understanding. Sam and I will give you maybe some helpful perspective and some reminders to carry with you in the months ahead. But first, we're going to take a very quick break. Break. 
All right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know, I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Thank you again for writing and for trusting us with this question. Um, I'm sorry that you are sitting in this mess of complicated feelings, thoughts, emotions, all of the different things that are coming at you in this moment. Um, and I'm also so excited for you that you have 
come into this new understanding of yourself, right? And and often new understandings of ourselves come with a lot of um, a lot of problems that come along with it, right? Because what we're doing is we're taking the structure that we've built around ourselves that others have maybe built around us as well and saying like, oh, actually this doesn't fit anymore. And and sometimes that can be like an amazing awakening where we sort of break through into something beautiful and wonderful and it's like amazing. And sometimes it feels like a building is collapsing around us, right? Mm. Because suddenly the foundation isn't what we thought it was and and things are falling down. Um, And it sounds like this is a falling down moment right? Where you are in this relationship with what sounds like a really wonderful human. I mean, he sounds like a great person that you love really dearly, but also now recognizing that like the relationship that you currently have isn't fulfilling for you in the way that you need it to be. And, and I want to say, you know, I know that you're sort of in this place where you're like, why would I throw away, you know, 11 years with this person just because I think that I'm gay. Um, and I, I want to just say that I have many people in my life who have thrown mm-hmm. away long-term relationships with somebody because they understood themselves differently. And I say that in a way yeah. of like understanding themselves differently in terms of like what they want to make them happy, which may not be the relationship that they're in. But also like I have a number of friends who were, you know, dating people of one gender or married to people of one gender and then realized like this isn't actually working for me and have come out and gotten divorced and all of these different things. And of course it's a, it's a challenge, right? I'm not trying to say like, Ooh, it's just easy. Just break up. Like it's going to be fine. But I do want to say that like, there are many people who have walked similar paths before you. And I don't look at those people and think like, wow, they threw away a relation, a good relationship because of whatever. But instead I'm like, Oh, how wonderful that they've come into a new understanding of themselves and how, how challenging it must have been to have to do that while also sort of breaking out of, of a, of a mold that wasn't fitting them anymore. Exactly. And I wanted to, I want to also, you know, look at the phrase that Sam pulled from your letter, like throw away your relationship. We like to think that our relationships or the things that happen in our lives or the things that end because of the choices we make are, we like to think of them as collateral damage, you know, to our own selfish choices, right? We are not quite that important, you know, Um, (laughs) relationships, jokes aside, like relationships end for all sorts of different complicated, nuanced, and multifaceted reasons. If your relationship, your happy marriage of 11 years, your partnership of 11 years ends because you need it to end for you to pursue a more authentic, happy life, that's Mm -hmm. not you throwing it away. That is it coming to its natural end, despite the fact that your husband might not want it to end. For sure. You know, I, sure. I think that's really hard for us to claim that like we would rather self-sacrifice and keep something alive that isn't that is no longer nutritious to us. Yeah. Um, and and guess what? There are going to be people. Your husband might be one of them. There are going to be people who do see your relationship as collateral collateral damage to your own growth. But mm-hmm. that I just want to like normalize that. I'm not normalizing people being selfish or hurtful or whatever, but like. Our choices will always have a ripple effect. You know, our choices will always affect other things. Does that mean they are inherently uh, unhealthy or selfish? No, we just literally impact other people with our choices, period. That is 
unavoidable. And if we're trying to not impact other people with our own growth, we will never grow, right? We would just never grow. And so relieve yourself of that that pressure right there. For sure. And I mean, look at the ways in which you were not growing because you were doing so much self-sacrificing in the course of this 11-year relationship, right? And and the way that you described the relationship is like is just like quintessential compulsory heterosexuality, right? Like com- it was a quintessential relationship escalator. It was like, yeah, I found this guy who was like, you know, I, I never thought about dating women. And then I was like in a relationship with a man and I was like, great. So this is what it's going to be. And we're going to get on this relationship escalator. I, I need to get married so that I can have kids and all my friends are doing it right. Like this sort of way that we get kind of swept up in these narratives about the world and these narratives that impact our understanding of ourselves and, and right. you tamped down, like you even use the word, like I tamped it down, right? You tamped down those things that, that were trying to tell you that this wasn't working for you and you didn't grow because of it. And now like things have exploded, which is great, right? Like I think that they needed to explode. Um, and now this growth is happening, but it's not be- the growth that's causing the the fracture of the the relationship. It's the fact that this right. relationship never really fit you. That's the issue here. And you've been right. shoehorning yourself into a position that hasn't actually been helpful. And now you're like, my muscles are sore. I've been in this position too long. I need to, I need to more mm. space. I need to be able to fit in something that's more comfortable for me. And the rigidity of that is now fracturing because it's not equipped. It's not ready. It's not able to handle the fact that, that you are now trying to take up more space. You're now trying to get more comfortable in this relationship. That's a great metaphor about like contorting yourself and your muscles can't fit there anymore. And listen, we are the first people to villainize our own growth. We're the, we're the first people to say like, oh, I just am so selfish for doing this or I'm hurting people or or I should just tamp this down some more. Um, and that makes sense. Like we're told from every different direction that our prerogative on earth is to not hurt other people. And I'm not a sociopath. I don't like hurting people. In fact, I, grow, I go to great self-sacrificing lengths to avoid it. I'm just at the place in my life where I understand now that it is unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Um, And that is not to diminish your marriage. That's not to diminish your husband's suffering. But listen, you have every right to separate from your husband because you are unhappy. That is your human right, whether or not you're gay, whether or not you're bisexual whether or not you're bored, right? Like it, I don't care. I don't actually care of the quote validity (laughs) of your sexuality. You know, I don't care what you end up, who you end up sleeping with after you leave your husband. I don't need you to prove a certain gayness in order to justify you leaving a relationship you are just generally unhappy with. I do want to speak really quickly to like leaving someone that you love leaving someone that you think is wonderful, you know, that that's like a certain type of confusing (laughs) and painful. But again, you know, it sounds like if you gave yourself permission to speak freely, to feel freely, 
And it was just you, me, and Sam sitting in a room, like a safe little bubble. You would say, I really want to explore. I really want to feel what I'm feeling with this woman more often. I don't feel it with my husband anymore. I never really felt it with him. You know, like, I I just want to give you permission to say, I don't want to be here anymore. And it's sad and it's worth grieving and it and it is owed all of the respect in the world because I know this person is important to you. Um, but you have you have every right to say, I'm not myself here anymore and I can't become more myself here. Um, like I started said, like I said in the beginning, I said that this is like a multifaceted, complicated thing. And, and it really is, you know, it's, you, this is your, your friend, your partner of 11 years. That's a long time. Everybody likes him. There's heteronormativity out there. You wouldn't just be separating. You would be coming out essentially to your friends and family. And there's a lot going on there. So this is another, you know, take, take, take another permission cookie um, to, to be unsure of what you want to do, to take your time, to not tell people why you're separating or why you get a divorce or, or whatnot. Um, be compassionate to yourself right now. Um, but be honest and clear and as communicative as you can with your husband, because you are not preventing his suffering by keeping him in any gray area. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just remember what chat GPT said, you are valid, <laughs> whatever you are. So, uh, thanks for bringing it back to that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, which is all to say that like, um, I know that it, it feels uncomfortable because your, your husband wants to continue working on this relationship, right? Like wants to stay together. Um, but he's not, the only one who gets to decide that, right? He's not the one who gets to say, we're going to stick this, we're going to stick to this thing. And you honestly don't owe that to him, right? You, it is not something that he deserves or is entitled to just because he's kind, just because he's treated you well. And so whatever reason you're feeling in this, and it sounds like you've got a bunch of good reasons for feeling like this relationship isn't fulfilling you anymore. Um, it's, it is okay. Kind people get broken up with, right? Kind people go through divorces and absolutely it sucks when we see people that we love going through something that is like causing them pain. And sometimes that pain is necessary because like Sierra said, living in this relationship where you're not fully understanding yourself, where you're unhappy, where you're not getting what you need is not actually helpful for him. Making yourself teeny tiny, fitting into the mold that he wants you to doesn't actually help your relationship because then he's not with someone who loves him, who wants to be with him, who is showing up authentically in the way that they that they want to in this relationship. He's dating someone who is making themselves small to fit into what he would like them to be. And my guess is, is that at the end of the day, that's not what he wants either, right? That and and he probably wants someone who's going to want to be with him enthusiastically and for him and not just because things are comfortable or because all of your fam friends and family like him so much. Definitely. All right, my darling, we know that this is really tricky, but we hope that you at least feel 
a little bit more self-assured that this is not an uncommon journey. This is an absolutely reasonable one, albeit obviously very difficult. Um, and know that Sam and I are really happy for you on this journey, that ultimately this journey is a beautiful one, despite it being challenging at times. Mm. Um, and we hope that this helps. Absolutely. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in ad-free episodes or you're interested in more content from us, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode as well as access to our primary episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at JustBreakUpPod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of Duvid Media, original music, recording, editing, producing, all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, it's okay to not be fully sure what the right answer is. We expect ourselves to, to be 100% confident in our choices. And sometimes life just doesn't give that to us. It's okay to not know. It's okay to let the knowing unfold as you move forward. And if all else fails, just break up.